Hello, hello, and welcome back to Where There's a Will, There's a Burnham Way for episode 9. I hope everyone's had a good week, as always. Uh, it's been a good week on the Bolton front and elsewhere, too, uh, bar one minor personal blip, but I think I'll probably gloss over that. Uh, so, yeah, th without further ado, let's uh, let's see what's been happening this week in the world of Will and the Wanderers, shall we? Starting with Monday as normal, then. Fortunately, in terms of content, but unfortunately topically, um, Ian Everett came out and critiqued and questioned the negativity of uh, a of commentator Gary Henshaw. Uh, whilst he didn't actually name names, he was quick to kind of reassure fans that his his strong words weren't aimed at them, uh, but alluded enough to who it was aimed at, uh, and we all knew obviously exactly who he was talking about. Um, I have to say I, I have to agree with Everett. Um, I, I'm the first person to kind of critique the IFL coverage, uh, where appropriate and fair, of course, um, if it's fair to do so. Um, whilst I think generally it's a pretty subpar service in terms of the production quality, uh, it, it still allows us to watch games at the end of the day. Um, I haven't got a problem with the main commentator, Derek, I think he's called, um, but I do have a bone to pick with the co-commentators who, who recently have been particularly critical and negative about about the team. He, as I say, even just recently, which which does amaze me to be honest, and uh, I think that was mainly in Everett's point. Um, I don't really know how anyone could be so negative at the moment were, were his words, and, and I entirely echo that. Um, you know, whilst I'd love the club to, or at least I think the club could uh, could revamp the service entirely from a commercial perspective and a commentary perspective, um, but obviously it'll do I think until we uh, until we can return to the ground, which hopefully isn't too far off now. Um, yes, I think it should have been addressed earlier, but I don't think it's really worth doing now, um, given I'm hoping that most of it will become surplus to requirements eventually, um, including myself. Uh, you know, I don't think I'll be watching it for too much longer unless I can't make an away game, for example. So uh, kind of naturally the relevance will fade. Um, I mean, there was bigger fish to fry anyway, um, especially with, uh, with Oldham coming up on Tuesday. So uh, before I start to, to be too doom and gloom myself, let's, uh, let's move on, shall we? So in much more positive news, uh, Rico Santos signed a new deal with Wanderers on Monday too, uh, keeping him at the club until 2023. Um, very happy with that one. He's been a standout player so far this season. He's one of the best in the division and uh, he deserves to be playing at least one step higher, which uh, I hope he'll be able to do with us next year. Um, it was also sadly the passing or the anniversary of the passing of, uh, of the former club commentator Dave Higson. Uh, speaking of commentators, uh, oh how we'd love him to be covering our games still. He was uh, he was before my time, but I have heard various clips, and uh, I have to say it's far far better than what we have now. No competition really, though. You know, I would say that Jack did, and it's probably about the modern day equivalent of him. Um, you know, I wish we could get the J.R. Martins that, to cover the I follow, but. Anyway, I'm getting distracted. I, uh, I did, of course, actually use Dave Higson's famous catchphrase coincidentally in, uh, in last week's show, not actually realising it was almost 16 years since he'd passed. Um, though a little incorrectly, as, a, as one eagle-eyed viewer noticed, or whatever the equivalent is for, for listening out for something like that. Um, it's ding-dong-do, not ding-dang-do, as I said. Um, and, and, you know, as I tweeted on Monday, he's, uh, he's fondly remembered by all associated with Bolton Wanderers. On to Tuesday then, uh, match day, Oldham away. Um, I was playing catch up for most of the day actually after a brief trip to hospital in the middle of the night. Um, before that, which uh, which had messed up my sleeping pa sleeping pattern somewhat. Uh, thankfully, it was nothing serious, and I hadn't missed much on the Wanderers front either whilst I'd been asleep for most of the day. Um, but yeah, the, I, th I think the team was was actually pretty much kept the same from last Saturday. Just one change in which we've seen Everett switch around Nathan Delfonso and Lloyd Isgrove recently with uh, with Fonz starting. 
Um, I have to say it was one of the most convincing and comfortable performances I've seen all season, to be honest. Um, dominated absolutely from start to finish. Probably could have and, and should have had four or five by the end of it, but we ran out 2-0 victors in the end. And uh, thanks to an older moan goal and a record-breaking 13th Owen Doyle goal of the campaign, that's the most any Wanderers scored in a league season for 20 years. That's a, that's a stat for you all there. Obviously, it did help that Oldham were a man down early on after an awful challenge on uh, on Delfonso. Um, and although we didn't take a massive advantage of the extra man, we we did con- continue to control the game with uh, with plenty of possession, as usual. And uh, that uh, that Doyle goal did kill the game off. Um, so yeah, that that took us up to sixth. So good stuff as far as that was concerned. Wednesday was actually a very quiet one this week, um, nothing of note, so I think we'll go straight on to Thursday, which was uh, Evo's pre-Bradford presser, uh, of course the other informed team in the league, uh, almost matching our winning run, uh, one behind us with five, um, looking to level the score on Saturday, but I think we felt pretty confident going into it too, and uh, whilst uh, I think most would have been happy with a draw pre-kickoff, I think Everett was certainly after all three points. Um, I also thanked everyone for their support on the podcast so far on Twitter on Thursday uh, and asked if there was any other content or guests you wanted to see and uh, I got a great response, it was uh, it was much appreciated, um, I'll be looking to get guests on as soon as I can and assure that the quality will be good enough, I know it can put people off if it's not uh, if it's not the best, so uh, please bear with me but I promise uh, you won't have to put up with just me for too much longer. So uh, yeah, let's go on to Friday, which uh, which marks a couple of occasions actually. Firstly, it was Dennis Politics' twenty first birthday, so uh, happy birthday to to him, uh, belated one. Uh, obviously, I hope to see him back in the side soon. Uh, it also actually marked eight years since that Chris Eagles goal against Blackburn, which, if memory serves, it was actually the same night that Ronaldo returned to Old Trafford for the first time since he left United with uh, with Real Madrid. But I remember it mainly actually for being the first time I'd probably cried happy tears for the club since uh, since probably my first ever game as a five-year-old that uh, that feeling of a last minute winner it's just unrivaled um unfortunately i've shed many a sad tears since um also obviously some intimate and happy one touch to the wilbur moment um but you know i think i'd only actually become emotional before that in a bad way at uh, at wembley um you know the fa cup semi-final against stoke in in 2011 which of course we don't talk about Anyway, before I get too nostalgic, um, Friday also saw Jack Kickman depart on loan for, for non-league side Kings Lynn. Uh, evidently another Tobias Phoenix signing, uh, not in Ian Everett's plans, having uh, having not featured since early in the season, despite somewhat actually impressing the fans, and uh, unfortunately was even rumoured to have been deregistered from, from playing for us prior to him leaving. I think that was, though, uh, it, you know, aiding to, to, to free up a space in the squad. Um, it's another one I'm sad to see go, actually, as I was with George Taft. Two players who deserved a chance at Wanderers, despite them obviously not being Everett signings. Um, I'm sure they'll shine elsewhere, as, uh, as Taft is, is already proven to at Scunthorpe. And likewise, I'm sure Jack will too. So uh, yeah, all the best to him. And I'm sure it's not the last we see of him in a white shirt. Saturday was of course the biggie though, match day, Bradford away, it was the two informed teams in the league as I said earlier, meeting at a crucial stage in the season, um, but unfortunately it was rather an anti-climax, uh, uh, though it was somewhat expected, um, neither side came out on top and as a result bragging, white, bragging rights weren't issued either way, uh, it was a 1-1 draw in the end, uh, the bragging rights though were close to, to going Bolton's way, uh, but a 93rd minute equaliser put a stop to that unfortunately, um, gave Bradford that overwhelming feel, feeling of joy that I touched on earlier um, right at the death but only in, ch- in exchange for a point 
Um, I think Bolton fans will agree with me in saying that we actually deserve to win that game. I think Bradford are actually quite lucky to, to get anything out of it. Um, having kind of looked to have settled for a point by half-time, but that's just football sometimes. Um, we go again, obviously on Tuesday, still nine games unbeaten, I believe it is, um, but it doesn't get any easier. Um, you know, Cambridge, it, it's another tough test, followed by, uh, quickly, Port Vale on Saturday, who uh, I'm sure are still living off that 6-3 win over us uh, earlier in the season, but I'm sure it would be a different story this time round, given our current run of form as opposed to theirs. Fingers crossed. Anyway... Now, I think that's enough uh, enough waffle for me for another week. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much for joining me uh, for episode 9. Uh, if you have enjoyed, you can subscribe, like, comment, share, and all that good stuff wherever you listen to me. Uh, it'd be much appreciated, as I said earlier. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. That's at WTAWTABW or WIL1J. Uh, and it's the same at for the podcast everywhere else. And as ever, for all business inquiries, do get in touch via email. And that's WTAWTABW at gmail.com. So as I said, thank you very much for listening to episode 8 of Where There's a Will, There's a Burnham Way. And I will catch you next week on Sunday, the 14th of March, Mother's Day, for episode 10. Bye now.